podcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawarda, Thursday Night Football Edition, because Emily Stockman's Broncos. That's are right. Playing. Let's and go. Last time you were here, they won a pretty big one, too, right? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What yeah. Super Bowl was that? Oh, crap. I'm trying to remember. 50? Yeah. Okay. Might have been 50, yeah. Okay. She's a good luck charm. It's not, That's right. <laughs> it's not the first one That's where they went and then they fumbled the first ball and then just it was a complete disaster after that, right? The year before, okay. when they played the Seahawks, the first oh. snap, they, they hiked it over it was Peyton's head or something. Safety or yes. a touchdown on the first play? Yeah. yeah. And That's then they right. just got smashed. Yeah. That was one so of it wasn't that one. because you weren't here. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was overseas, so that one didn't count. And you guys are about to go overseas again. There's pretty much, have you spent, and Kelly Larson, we're introducing you to. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I feel like you guys have probably spent more time overseas than at home this year. I remember running into you in the Starbucks yep. at uh, Seattle, and you're like, yeah, um, we're going to be gone for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Well, see you uh, a couple months. <laughs> yep, later. Yeah, so is that, yeah. is like going overseas just like home for you guys at this point? <laughs> LAX yes. is our home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we need a bedroom there. Yeah. 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 But, um, uh, yeah, it was a lot of travel this year. Um, yeah, we were gone six or seven weeks straight at one point, And then before and after that, we would be at a tournament overseas, come back for maybe a week or a few days, and then back and forth. Um, so ever since, like, May, I feel like we've been yeah. gone the majority of the time. That's yeah. crazy. But, yeah, and yeah. When you like go to map out that schedule, because I was watching you and Trevor do it, and you guys are pretty excited about it. Um, I feel like people can take it two different ways. Where you can be like, like we get to see all these like countries and like go travel for volleyball, but on the other hand, you could probably look at it like, holy cow, like, I had to go all these countries. And, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm never home. Well, the problem is we've been to all of them before. Yeah. So once you've been there already, and you're right? Like, oh, I know this. I know that this sucks, or I know that yeah. getting there sucks, or. Or you yeah. know it's good, so you get a little excited about it, but then you're like, oh, I've been here four years in a row already. I'd mm-hmm. like to see some else. Yeah. That's the negative way you can look yeah. at it, yeah. which is really easy yeah. uh, after a long season. Yeah. Well, that, you guys look at, like, what's kind of the, the mindset? That six-week stint we went on, um, I was excited because I'd never been to Portugal mm-hmm. or Tokyo, so we got to go to those two new places. Um, Stad is one of my favorite tours or events yeah, on like tour. Yeah, it's like a unanimous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Vienna's awesome. So I was pretty excited for the whole trip. Yeah. I knew, and Hamburg. I mean, world champs. Yeah. So. And like good timing, I feel like, for you guys to go on that trip. Because you like just come off a really good finish in Warsaw, and then you won Seattle, and then mm-hmm. you're back going with like a lot of momentum too. I feel like that makes it a lot easier to get yeah. excited yeah. to go play another tournament <laughs> yeah. no matter how far away for it is. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, I think... Um, I think that long, like that six-week stretch, I feel like most of the places we went to were pretty cool. Like we mm-hmm. had Hamburg and Stad and Vienna. Those are all awesome events. And, yeah, the Tokyo one. So I feel like that stretch, it was long, but it was cool places to get to go to. Yeah. Yeah. The beginning was a little rough. The whole... Uh, uh, were you, were you China. guys in Brazil? <clears throat> we were in Brazil. We were in Brazil. Brazil to China. That was yeah. a little rough. That was rough. And then where did we go from... Oh, and then to... Check. Check. It was yep. rough for me. By yeah. that time, I was, like, struggling. But, yeah, but yeah I agree. That the end of the season was much more relaxed. It was, like, better events. Yeah. Better yeah. travel. Right. And, like, everything kind of was a bit nicer. Yeah. yeah. Except for the fact that it Definitely. broke my hand. Oh, man. <laughs> There's that. There's oh. that. <laughs> but the travel was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I would oh, say man. that, like, you guys have probably had some time to relax, but you really haven't because you went from, you did you played Hawaii and then came back and then you just got back from the Dominican, right? Mm-hmm. You had a, took a bronze yep. there, which congrats. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, how was the Norseka adventure? I know every place has a little bit of a unique <laughs> surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually played in this event last year. Okay. So we knew what we were getting into. Yeah. It's probably one of the better events. Um, the courts are right there on the hotel property so you just walk out your room and you're there and um it was hot it was probably the hottest tournament we played in all year really yeah like 87 percent humidity so it felt like 105 yeah i think they said yeah Yeah. 
That's but, what we had in, in Bonaire. It was like yeah. the heat index was like 103 or 105. For, oh. So they had, they actually stopped matches. They played up to noon and then stopped matches from noon to 4 because they oh, had wow, lights. Oh, wow. Of course, the first time, the first night that they had night matches, half the lights went out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> so right. Fine, so I couldn't see <laughs> yeah. anything. It's fine. It's just Play all on. part of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all part of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> the director totally. was like... I'd rather you not be able to see than me have to be out in the heat. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Forget about the player safety. <laughs> I need to make myself comfortable sitting here watching. <laughs> it's going to be crazy to see that um, the Olympics is going to be that hot. It could be yeah. hotter or that hot. Mm-hmm. Not only for beach volleyball, but for all the sports. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a big thing. and. You already hear, um, you know, we're on the inside a little bit, and we're hearing USA, like, how much preparation they're doing. USA Volleyball. They're putting in a lot of time and energy to, like, preparing the athletes. Mm -hmm. Talking about um, doing uh, satellite training camps in places where it's hotter and more humid and these ice vests. They they gave us ice vests. Yeah. uh, in uh, Tokyo, which... Did you guys like it? Did you try it? I didn't try it. We didn't try it. We did the... Slushy, slushy thing. Oh, the slushy was delicious. Yeah, that's great. Sean Scott was on it. It was delicious. It was so good. It was like a Pedialyte slushy that Sean like brought a blender and he's like blending with his big hydro flask. Yeah. It was great. It was so good. Yeah, they had like, we didn't do it, but they had like pills you could take so it could like test. Oh, Oh, you did? Yeah. So there's a pill. It's like a plastic pill you take and it has a computer chip in it. And it measures your internal core temperature, and then you poop it out later. I mean, obviously, if you <laughs> if you eat it, I'm just I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> but so listen, I just got to tell the whole story. But um, so we, I did my thing. I thought it was weird, but I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll swallow this computer chip. That's kind of weird. And then uh, at the end, she's like, ah, oh, you know what? I, yours didn't come up with any data. Oh, no way. <laughs> I did it all for nothing. Oh, no. Uh. Like, it just couldn't read for some reason. And so what was, what was the idea for behind it, though? Like, what were they trying to track? They wanted to see how hot your internal core temperature got during a match okay. versus when you're resting versus warming up. And apparently there's an ideal temperature, so they'll know um, if they need to take more precautions okay. during a match or, like, you know, on the sideline. Um, based on how hot you got during the match. I saw they, they just moved one of the running events in Tokyo to a different site for that exact reason. Cause really? it was, like, too hot. Yeah, might have been some of the longer-distance events that yeah. they moved, like, I don't know, somewhere cooler a good bit away. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe in the mountains or something? Yeah, I, I would think so, but... Huh. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool, though, just being at the... Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Doing a little event before is like kind of becoming real a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to picture though, right? Like, yeah. Because the venue was, was, it was just the lot where it's going to be. Like, the way they set it up was, had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with how the Olympics was going to be set up. Yeah. So it really wasn't, it was like the Olympic spot, but not the Olympic venue. Right. Okay. Yeah. At one point, I thought it was going to be like the actual courts, you know, like, I thought it was going to be set up. Yeah. It it's the same wasn't. sand, though, right? That they. Oh, yeah, that's I think probably so. true, yeah. Okay. So they had the sand, they're just going to yeah. keep it somewhere in yeah. the yeah. meantime. Yeah. So I guess that's something. But it was dumping rain at one point. So it was. Yeah. yeah. Like hard packed at times. And right, yeah. Well, I thought it was good sand. I thought so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really screw that one up for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a tough one. Was it the same sand they said they used in London? Is that right? Oh, I feel like I did hear that. Isn't that like the non-stick sand or something? There's something like high tech about it. (laughs) You guys ever hear about that? I didn't. They had sand that was like supposed to not stick to your skin. That'd be nice when it's that hot. Well. I don't know. Or maybe you want to like put it on your platform. Some people do. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. It's a thing though. 
Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I like need sand. Like you mentioned, like put on your platform because yeah. I sweat so much, and like so I have to put it on there. So every time I pass, like it's not just drenched in sweat. Yeah. I'm yeah. playing. I played. I practiced with a guy named uh, Jake Yerusha for the first time, like yesterday. Yeah. And I passed this ball, and he tried to set it, went right through his hands. He's like, "Holy shit, you sweat a lot." Like, yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> just sweat the sand all yep. over me all the time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the... Uh, you can start doing that. <laughs> I, know. I started doing that. Like, Emily, you got to watch out. Like, my hands are a little sweaty. In Dominican, it was, yeah. yeah. Like, hand setting might be a little bit of an issue here. And those tournaments, at least, like, because it's so sticky, like, the sand does just stay on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that at least helped out. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That helped with me and Bonaire big time. Yeah. Because I was just, like, a big, like, just mess covered. of white sand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I definitely was in Dominican, too. Yeah. And with with the timing of that Tokyo event, did that does that help with like burnout at all to see like because that was like kind of midway through the season towards like the back half where mm-hmm. you finally get to see like this is what we're going for maybe that give you that extra piece of motivation you might need just to keep doing all these huge crazy trips and like playing nonstop because I feel like of all teams like you and Carrie and Brooke like took like no weekends off pretty mm-hmm, much yeah. and you guys especially because you were playing AVPs too when you came mm-hmm. back yeah yeah but I I would say that. It was kind of towards the back half of our long stretch, and yeah, that for sure just was really cool, um, a cool event to see, and um, I think gave us a little more drive and push towards the end, and um, then our last one was Vienna, so that one's always a cool event too, so yeah, that, I mean, that long yeah. stretch was really was cool events that we got to go to there were no sure. china events i don't think in that one no. <laughs> <laughs> which was nice <laughs> so really nice total coincidence <laughs> yeah. your favorite trip to yes. yes china wouldn't be as bad if they would just put it in nicer places like and put more ma- effort yeah. into it it's not like yeah i think it's we make it sound like we yes. all hate china yeah but it's like they just put it really far away very make remote it as, areas yeah and then yeah. like not that many people show up and it's just not the best well-run event. Yeah, and yeah. Like after traveling that far and being that exhausted and eating food that you're not accustomed to, yeah, you're like, can you just like make it a little easier on us? Right, mm-hmm. like not but have like, to take a two-hour shuttle yeah. from the airport. I've been to China like ten times now. I've never been to Beijing. I yeah. went to Shanghai, but I was an hour from the city. Yeah. yeah. So like, I never, I've never seen the actual like. The good parts of China. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I hear so many people talking like China is like such a cool place, and I feel mm-hmm. like we haven't been yeah. to like Beijing or Shanghai. And mm-hmm. I've flown through and driven through Hong Kong, and it looked oh, like yeah? the most rad place ever. And my, really? my uh, brother-in-law has family there, so my sister went there and they visited. And my sister's like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing ever." Like, I need to go on a China trip with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> mine <laughs> suck. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Maybe they'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. They used to have Beijing, I think. But I think that might have been just because the Olympics was happening there. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you did win there mm-hmm. last year. It, like, almost exactly a year ago. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, because Try won uh, King Joe last year. Mm-hmm. So the event oh, that we're all about oh, to fly okay. to. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that was your first event back. Oh, yeah. One of those. Yeah, which one oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was tough. That was, like, one of the harder events because you fly there. You always have to fly into, like, a big city, and then you go to the small city. And then in Kinjo, it was a two-hour bus ride after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets you. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, whew, hour more, get through this short flight. Yeah. Ah, oh, I made it. And then you're, like, waiting for the bus. You're like, all right, this is brutal. And then you're like, how long is this bus ride? Two hours. And then you hit traffic. Or, like, you know, there's always <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I would have been good if I got there when I thought I was supposed to get there. Right, yeah. The rest of it is when you're, like, you lose it. And then the venues, a 45-minute bus ride to the yeah. hotel. No, can like, Joe, awesome. are, wait, are you guys going? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is that, in a week? Two weeks? Yeah, we yeah. leave not this coming Monday, the Monday after. Yeah, so just get ready for that one. Yeah. And the uh, site is 30 minutes away from the... Okay. So yeah. Yeah, so hard. Yeah. A few bus rides back and forth all day. Yeah. Yeah. But we left some good, uh, some good American juju out there. So. Okay. Perfect. Go pick that up. Yeah, we <laughs> will. Yep. Sounds good. There we go. What uh, what tournament number is this for you guys? 
Do you like oh, not count? <laughs> you know, we did count at one point. I think we had done how many? We did a certain amount in a row. Like I think it was like that's right ten, like back to back weekends. Jeez, with ten, ten in a row. Mm-hmm. I think that was our longest stretch. And then we had like a week off. But I don't know how many tournaments it was this year. Yeah. I don't either. I think I counted halfway through, but now I'm... (laughs) I lost count. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to know how many hotel rooms we've had. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Some trips, you're in, like, four hotel rooms. Different, yeah. Yeah. Like, on one trip. So it's probably, like, in the hundreds. Yeah. It's probably close, because... Yeah. I remember looking at... Read Pretty, I think, put up an Instagram post, and he had, like, exactly how many miles he traveled. I saw that. I how are you supposed to count that up? Especially like, I know I kind of want, I saw that and I was like, Oh, that'd be cool to figure out how many miles we've gone this year. I don't know how you figure that out. I know how many qualifying miles. Yeah. It's way less than we actually (laughs) tried. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, disappointing. So disappointing. Yeah. And they're changing. It's depressing. I know. I just got the email. To make it worse. Yeah. I figured Uh, it was worse if they're changing it. Yeah. Yeah. They change it every time. Like the qualifying dollar amount is, uh, it used to be 10000 when I started. Now it's, yeah. what, fifteen? Yep. That's a significant yeah. amount of money just to get the same status. Yeah. yeah. Adding 50%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Too, and they can do whatever they want because they're yeah. like, oh, you've already invested in all these miles and right. flights in us. Yeah. We just kind of have to keep going with it. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Are you guys, have you guys hit 1K? Easy, probably, right? No. Oh, wait, what airline are you guys on? Well, Tell me you're we're, on one airline. we're United, United okay. Star Alliance, yeah. Um, I just got premier, or platinum. Well, oh, yeah, why wouldn't we be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? we both actually just got it. Me and but Trevor I don't, were like... I don't know if that's because we booked some flights with award miles. Yeah, if that, that I mean, yeah, I've I have like booked I a few. I booked like one flight with award miles. Mm. But it's like, because the Chase credit card doesn't mm-hmm. count for 1K. Right. Like you have the spending to, amount? Yeah. yeah, I know. But yeah. I, I have the same thing. And me and Trevor reached it. Dang. Huh. Uh-huh. Nice. Better for us. Upgrade. <laughs> <Dishing> out some <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, hopefully you get there. Yeah. A few more trips, right? China is like, that's going to boost you right up there. Yeah. China then. But isn't it only United Flights, though? No, Star Alliance. Like, my, our miles are, like, way above, but it's just the qualifying dollars. Oh, so you're just on the dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get a, a certain percentage of it. Like, you get a lower amount if it's oh. on a partner airline, but you still get some. Okay. But if it's, like, I don't know, there's, like, all these rules. Like, sometimes if it's a partner airline but not the right one, then they won't give it to you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened. You gotta upgrade. <laughs> Actually, we did upgrade ourselves at, at one point. Like mm. during those terrible travels, we really? upgraded ourselves on international and paid for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you pay like two, three grand, but then oh, you man. get those qualifying dollars. Oh, uh, okay. So, works out. Yeah. You're gonna have a career as a travel agent. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, I feel like all there. beach volleyball players, after you're done, like, no joke. you know how to book flights, book hotels, transportation, everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2016, I had to, so I was trying to get 1K, and I had the miles, <clears throat> the miles, and I had to um, spend, like, two grand on a flight, like, to Hawaii or something. Like, something super short, just so I could yeah. get the qualifying dollars. Yeah. And then I didn't travel the next two years. Yeah, that was oh, brutal. I had all the all the global upgrades and everything. Yeah. I sold them off on the black market. But <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> whatever that is. I don't know. <laughs> on the Trevor Crab market, probably. I'd send an email to all the USA players at one point, like trying to pawn them off. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. Oh, People. <laughs> Our lives aren't easy. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. All the other professional athletes are like, oh, we just Get on the charter plane. That's yeah, we just show up. Us. Yeah. yeah. We, show up. <laughs> yeah. we got food and everything. Yeah. We don't have to do our laundry. China it's... trips are great. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we have nice. China. Are you guys straight in or is there a quota? Well, um, technically we're in the country quota. We heard that. So we're not sure. Uh, I don't know yeah. <laughs> how to answer that. We yeah. may or may not be in the quota. Okay. I don't think we will be in the quota. Got it. Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> How many women's teams are going? And There's five. Five signed up. up. Five signed the guys up. are so lazy. Yeah, it's just two guys. Ryan and Miles two? and me and Mike Bogue. Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Wasn't there another team signed up? Billy and Billy Stafford, Stafford were, and then they kind of waited out, I think, with their finishes right now, and, and then, like, just the expense of going to China, and then with Mexico right after, yeah. I think they were just okay. kind of focusing I think on they Mexico. don't want to drop... Mm-hmm. They're world champs. I think they're holding on to that for as long as they can. They're world champs. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Which is smart. Yeah. Which, how come, so at this point, is the race so tight that all of you guys, like, except for April and Alex, pretty much, like, have to do the three stars? Um, I don't necessarily know that everybody has to. We're doing it because we need to replace some finishes. Okay. Um, but now that the schedule's out and it's nice to know, we actually have a lot more chances. And that could really change... A lot of things, I think. Yes, there's what, like ten four stars? I think and yeah. one. There's Is a there a major before? There's one there, major. Yeah, one five star. Ten okay. four stars? I didn't count. I that. think there's ten in a major before Tokyo. Yeah, oh, there's geez. a lot of tournaments it's left. It's a whole season. It's a whole yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. Which I think so. the first is what, Doha? Well, yeah, and then Cancun. Cancun. Cancun and Singapore. Pretty cool four yeah. stars. Singapore is awesome. I know, good I'm start. So I know. Yeah. What did you guys yeah. think of the schedule when it came out? Um, man, I was looking at it mostly to plan my wedding. Thank you. <laughs> so we wanted to do it before the season gets started. So, um, but yeah, after looking at the schedule. It looks like a lot of the same places except for the Singapore and Cancun. A um, couple Chinas in there. Of course. And Rome, <laughs> Rome dropped to a four-star, right? I think. Oh, what? I didn't oh, see did that. I, I thought um, it did. On I the could, schedule? I could be wrong. I thought it was a four. On the schedule that came out, it was still a five, right? I thought it was I a five. I don't remember. But okay. it might have changed. Could be wrong, but... <laughs> so we've got... Singapore and Cancun, though, which yeah. are pretty cool yeah. stops. I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. That would be super fun. Singapore's rad. I've never been. So I no. went, um, was it last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I played in Thailand with Caitlin okay. for a one-star, and it was right before Kelly and I teamed up. Okay. So then I was going straight from there to Jaimin. And had, like, three days in Singapore by myself. Nice. And just, like, explored. Good place to kick it. it. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. What, what kind of place is it? Is it like a beachy kind of place? or? Uh, no, it's not. not it's like a big Thailand, city, right? No, city? it's a big city. And there's kind of like, you have like the downtown, like metro area. And then there's like the older, kind of like old town area. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the botanical gardens and just, there's like a Disney. Resort. Resort, Yeah. That I went and walked around like all day. <laughs> awesome. It was amazing. Yeah, like so cool. Yeah, Sweet. I feel like it's got to be. It's super cool when like you know, your schedule is just like tournament and then travel and then tournament. And you're just like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I get to have fun. Just like yeah. no volleyball right? fun and just get to like chill, explore, and, like, hang out yeah. in Singapore and like go to Disney. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go to Disney. I feel like because I had that happen in Hawaii when because uh-huh. I was leaving from Hawaii to the Norseka, so I had like oh, four yeah. days just kind of hang out. I was like. This, I feel like this isn't allowed. Like, I'm breaking a rule by not playing volleyball in, like, a volleyball right. trip. Like, yeah. Just hanging oh, out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and then you guys will have China and then Mexico and then calling it for a while, I would and think. shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> wedding yes. planning. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for sure. And how much of a gap is there between China and Mexico? Is there, is it, like, right after? I think there might be, like, a week at home. Yeah, I think we come home for like a week or a week and a half. Yeah, I believe my flight leaves on the twelfth, November twelfth. Okay. To go out there. Oh, so okay. Eleventh or twelfth. So. So yeah. yeah. Maybe like a week. We come back, I think, the fourth from China. 
We're going to pause here for a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And as always, before we get to our sponsors, just want to give a shout out to all of you who are listening. We, uh, we've been doing this for a little bit more than two years now, so cannot appreciate you guys more. If you, uh, anytime you share it out with your friends, uh, whenever you subscribe, whenever you download, whenever you listen, whenever you talk about it, or just come up to us at tournaments or whatever, reach out via Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever it may be. Uh, we cannot appreciate it more. So appreciate all you you guys the listeners and of course we do appreciate the sponsors without either the listeners or the sponsors there is no show for try and i to have um so appreciate all of you guys and, and the first sponsor of course goes to wilson who makes the best ball in the game has always made the best ball in the game and now that it's off season it is definitely time to fill up on your new volleyballs the uh the new wilson optics should be on sale to the general public in january uh until then the old balls will be on discount pretty much everywhere you can find them so if you're not picky about the type of wilson ball you're playing definitely load up on some older ones or wait till january It'd be a great little belated christmas present to whoever you need uh to grab a new bag of balls at wilson volleyball by far the best ball in the game and, and i think you can ask pretty much any player we've all played with the molten we've played with the mikasa we've played with the spalding wilson kicks all their butts by far easily now for sponsor number two, the guys who keep try and I alive, at least our knees, uh, Firefly Recovery. I wear these on the planes pretty much everywhere I go. So you can have some pretty gnarly travel days. Like I had a 27 hour one to a Norseka and put on some Firefly Recoveries. I actually fell asleep with them on and woke up and my knees were feeling so good because it keeps the blood moving even though you are totally stagnant. So it just sends these little pulses of electricity to keep the blood moving and, and you recover way faster. So when you get off the plane, it's not like you're totally stiff. Um, you're, you're way looser and your, your travel time, like the amount of recovery you need after travel reduces dramatically because you have the firefly recovery on. So appreciate all those guys for keeping us healthy, for keeping our, our volleyball bags loaded up with brand new volleyballs. And last but not least, shout out to Pacific Coast Wealth Management. And here's our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic update. Leading the Olympic race on the men's side, no shocker here, is Norway's Anders Moll and Christian Sorum. The phenoms from Norway. Uh, number two, the only guys who really seem to have their number a little bit is Russians Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky. Number three, Alisson from Brazil making a comeback. Him and Bruno looked pretty brutal after Rio, but now him and Alvaro Filo are number three in the world in the Olympic ranks, followed by Evandro and Alisson's partner Bruno Schmidt. Uh, German wonder kids, uh, Julius Talley and Clemens Vickler are number five. Uh, for the American side, however, Triborn and Trevor Crab are still leading the U.S. They are number 11 uh, in the world, number one in the U.S. Uh, they have 5,960 points, and they are just above Taylor Crab and Jake Gibb at 5,700. Our third American men's team is Phil Dahlhauser and Nick Lucena. They have 5,360 points. Now, for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management update on the women's end, this is an American heavy ranking. So after Brazil's Rebecca Cavalcanti and Ana Patricia Silva, uh, who have 8,800 points uh, at number one in the world, we have Alex Kleinman and April Ross. Coming in at number five in the world rankings, Olympics-wise, are Kerry Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. Uh, number seven, Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. Number nine, Kelly Larson and Emily Stockman. And still in the race, to be totally honest, are Sarah Hughes and Summer Ross. They still have eight finishes, so if they get four more, they'll get the required 12. It is an uphill battle, but they are still in the race. So that is your update from Pacific Coast Wealth Management. That is your update from the sponsors. Trying, I love all you listeners, love all you sponsors, and now we will get back to your regularly scheduled programming on sandcast so, okay so sorry. a little bit of time yeah. to mm -hmm. get ready again mm -hmm. one of the things that i always wonder with how like your travel schedule and try like you've talked about it a little bit is how difficult it is to actually like train mm -hmm. and stay sharp when you're on the road that much how do you guys like train and like get the reps that you need and like get in the gym because like you guys are like one of the fittest teams on tour and like <laughs> I've always been so curious, like, how people just, like, stay as sharp as they need to be when, like, going for the Olympics. Because, like, it's pretty hard just to, like, get a practice court and, like, get all the reps that you need. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I think it definitely helps having a coach with you traveling because yeah. um, then they can help 
organize teams to practice against and they can organize the practice so you're not thinking about what we want to do and what we want to work on. Um, it's like the small stuff too. Like even yeah. like having someone like pump the ball up and like get it ready. Right. And like, yeah. yeah. Sign you up for the court and like the fact that you're not like throwing balls with spin so that it seems like you passed it. You right. actually have it coming off a platform. Yeah. Right. It's like the really small stuff. They, they can like just make your life a little easier help manage yeah um that's kind of part of it on top of the coaching and like yeah obviously setting yeah. up setting up film going and getting video and maybe bringing it to you or whatever it is yeah. you know it's huge yeah. yeah for sure definitely yeah we've uh, also started this year working out with mikhail who mm-hmm. you yeah. know well um and he Sent us a lot of stuff while we were um, overseas, um, different workouts, doing the gym. Um, he's been awesome for us, such a great trainer, and um, it's just kind of different than anything I've ever done before. Um, so I feel like having him um, as part of our team just has really helped us a lot, like on the yeah. road especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have, is there like... I feel like there should be, like, an app made where you can just locate, like, the best gyms in each city, like, in the country. <laughs> would that right. Really, like, how do you even find, like, gyms in Kingzhou, China, for example? Actually, the <laughs> nice thing with Mikhail's workouts is, you know, is, like, Hotel you room. don't really need don't equipment. Need yeah. 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 Like, whatever you need, you bring with you bands and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you can, he rides them specifically, so it's, like, if you have to do it in your hotel room, it's not a problem. You can still get a full workout. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's been super helpful. Get a little pocket trainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> if you can read his handwriting. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a little sketchy. Uh, yeah. yeah. You want to try and sit down and see what you're doing before you start, because oh, you might oh, have yeah. to totally. <laughs> send oh, I used some to text. type it out myself, and then I got too lazy. <laughs> yeah. But then I'd, like, have that workout. Oh, that's kind of, that's smart. Yeah. That is but smart. It, uh, I got too lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mikhail's kind of a game changer. Like, he just thinks so differently. He has his yeah. own very unique... Um, style and which is why he like wants to train out of his own garage and his own gym Mm -hmm. do things his own way because he's he has like tons and tons of certifications like the stuff that he knows is crazy but then you walk into his house it's like just like a normal garage i mean he has everything somewhere and he knows where it is (laughs) yeah you don't know where it is it's an organized mess oh totally (laughs) but it's it's definitely a game changer like you you hear john hyden talk about him all the time like Literally, John lived in the valley so he could work out with Mikhail. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it was for me. I'd, yeah. I've driven up from here, which is like an hour each way, mm-hmm. for like, since I started playing with Hayden. That was 2014. Wow. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, this traffic sucks on the way up. And then on the way back, I'm like, all right, it was worth it. Yeah, for so sure. Worth it. It's yeah. worth, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth Plus all the traffic. And... And enter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I know. Exactly. A lot, I think a lot of people don't really relate like I've talked to Phil before about it he's like dude why are you doing that drive just work mm-hmm. out here it's way easier the trainers are fine I'm like yeah you don't get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't no exactly it. Like, right. you can't do the same old stuff and uh, I mean it's not like USA doesn't have a good trainer now like Christian's great yeah he's mm-hmm. awesome but um, it's so like specific to your body like you yes. said you can text him and be like hey my shoulders are a little tight I feel like I have less range here and he'll tweak the workout, and he knows rehab. I think that's really important, too. You don't have yeah. many trainers that understand rehabilitation and, more importantly, prehab, and that's something that, that he has. And I mm-hmm. think that's why, like, when you switch, when athletes switch to him, they're like, whoa, like, this is completely different. I'm, like, yeah. Yeah. saving my body. I'm not beating yeah, it up in the gym. For sure. This is, yeah. like, this is recovery. You're basically recovering while you're yeah. working out and building muscle. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because you're, like, rebalancing yourself and, like, making sure that you're, you know, uh, not overbuilt in certain ways, mm-hmm. and right. which our sport is, like, we're getting overbuilt all the time because we're yeah, overhead. overhead. Right. Yeah. right. So he's been a game changer for me. And we've been talking about getting him on. Yeah. I, I told yeah. him. Oh, you he should. That'd be awesome. He said he'd do it. We'll see if I can get him on. <laughs> yeah. We'll go set it up in the gym, maybe. Heck, yeah. Be fun one. Yeah. From what I hear, I hear he's got a personality oh, to have on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't oh, let anyone, just anyone up in the gym. So if I get you up there, Travis, need like an might, initiation? Well, he might kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, you don't sure. step in the gym without working out. <laughs> and, and he might need to show off a little. 
yeah. make you cry maybe the first day. <laughs> so, you know, I was sitting out for a couple of weeks, so I'm like, like full Prince. on ready to go again. Yeah, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I love it. How much of a difference has it made though, being like in maybe a little bit better condition, or maybe not better condition, but just like a different kind of condition? Because I feel yeah. like it's really difficult to prepare for like just the damage that traveling does in your body and just competing mm-hmm. for ten straight weekends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like. Um, we stayed really healthy this whole year, and there's a lot of teams that kind of started breaking down a little bit, and we felt mm-hmm. good throughout the year. Um, I think a lot due to what we were doing in the gym. Um, and just conditioning-wise, like, everything we do is very um, tailored to your position and to volleyball. So every movement that we do in the gym is, like, very related to volleyball and has a purpose um, for why we're doing it, which is really cool. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, his workouts are killer. Definitely <laughs> you get the your hardest butt ones I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, you get your sure. butt kicked and you don't lift a single weight. It's bizarre, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. But it's definitely yeah. helped us um, conditioning wise in mm-hmm. matches this year. I hardly ever felt winded or gassed yeah. and. Same. I think it's a lot due to how he's training us. Mm-hmm. And your body just kind of, what Tri said, like you don't ache and feel like your joints hurt after yeah. a session with him. Like you get off an airplane and you're like, I can't wait to go move around and yeah. do one of his workouts because it's, it just makes you feel good yeah. after. It's like freeze you up. Yeah. 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 Like everything's firing. You get everything to fire. You get everything moving and it's just, you don't wake up with back pain or yeah. like. Yeah. It's How did you guys find him anyway? Was it because I know, like, I didn't try to keep him secret. So. Yeah. <laughs> Through Evie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Hyden, if you're listening, it's Evie's fault. Well, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to first you have to talk to Robin. Robin met Mikkel first. Oh, that's She's what I the heard. First oh, one. Okay. I heard that. And then she convinced John, who was about 25 or 30 pounds heavier than he is now, uh, to work out and, like, just try it. And then oh. once he started working out with Mikkel, he started winning. So okay. he just, like, kept going. Yeah. And then he brought Evie in and a few girls over the years. Um, Angie Akers was in yeah. there for a while. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then I got introduced. Mm-hmm. And then it was, Robin was giving me crap when I came back because I wasn't playing with Hayden anymore. She's like, no, you're out. You can't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> and then Mikkel was like, no, no. They, you've been in here too long. Like, yeah. Like, you're, you're in. She still gives me crap about it, though. Yeah. But, yeah, it was the it was Robin. We have to give Robin <laughs> credit or else you're going to hear about it. She's yeah. the kingpin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And when you have, like, a schedule that was as long as and extensive as this one, when do you start training? Like, when does, like, I guess preseason begin for you guys? We'll say that, like, I don't even know if the Hague, what year that would count as, but, like, for an event, like, if your season started in, like, February or March, like, when do you guys start getting ready? Well, last year was interesting because we weren't going to go to the Hague, but we were going to go to Fort Lauderdale, so we started Mm -hmm. training kind of mid, like, we started a little before Christmas, or we started in December. Yeah, we did. And then January, and then... We realized the Fort Lauderdale was canceled, so then we're like, "Oh, do we stop oh, now, brutal. or do we keep going?" Like, yeah, because then the next tournament wasn't until March or April. Yeah, so. yeah. Had you guys played in Vegas? Yes. Together? Yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. So you guys at Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, we haven't really talked about off season or preseason it's, much. Yeah. Yet. So it's about yet. the time Mexico's finished, it's like almost when you started training last. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. We're like the Brazilians now, just year-round. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> I'm glad the Hague doesn't exist, though. Oh, so glad. Because we'd all feel very obligated. We would all yeah. be yes. going, yeah. for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And that just is, like, that just right in the middle miserable. of all season. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even with, say, if, like, say the schedule was as it was with, I think, 10 four-stars in a major before Tokyo, like, would everyone still go to the Hague with Probably. that many? Really? Yeah. Most teams would go, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, another opportunity. And to be honest, like, what I've realized, like, after going through last quad, it's not really about 
like you want to be consistent on the world tour to keep your your rank right but like when you're dropping finishes it's more about getting one good finish <laughs> so like you got to show up if you get 25th whatever it doesn't matter you're not going to use it mm-hmm. you're trying to get like those good finishes yeah you know? so, so like it, more like, opportunities even if you're i don't know you you have to like weigh it out cuz it's like are you going to have more opportunities to get that one good finish cuz i'd rather have one good finish than two okay finishes mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. right so the more events you go to the more chance you have to get that one good finish mm-hmm. yeah but you could look at it either way yeah, like you're burning yourself out right i didn't know if like at this point because you guys like both like have enough finishes like for the olympic race by far like you're good with your 12 i think and um nobody's, so I just, I nobody's know, good with like you have finishes. them at least like it's not like you're it's gonna be scrambled to get to 12 like, yeah. i didn't know right. how much but we, right. but we you knew, were everyone knows they're gonna get 12 right. with how many yeah. events there is yeah i think it's an interesting thing too with olympic qualification is but for like tournament entries it's still four out of six so you're like yeah like do you want to hold on to this finish <laughs> but then you still want to get a good finish right. for the olympic run so that's been kind of a weird uh-huh. it's been like really interesting to watch on the women's side because yeah. there are so many teams in this race that it yeah. keeps kind of like flip-flopping like you look at like Carrie and Brooke who kind of jumped in and then they were I think they're still second points wise in the Olympic race but you know for a while they were back in the country quotas because mm-hmm. they had lost a few good finishes yeah it's bizarre to look and I think it's hard for just a casual beach fan to understand like well Carrie and Brooke are like up here in the Olympics but they're down here in the world ranks and like it yeah. doesn't make sense to yeah. a lot of people because yeah. there's two yeah. different ways to do it it's yeah. confusing. It's so confusing. Took me a long time to figure that out. <laughs> I didn't know what the yeah. system was, but yeah, yeah. How much do you guys do? You guys like keep track of the points a whole lot, or like the Olympic race, or anything? Or is there just like so much time left and events left that like you don't? It's just gonna work itself out anyway. So yeah, I feel like at one point I was, but now mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's a lot to think about. Um, and I kind of just try not to think about where everyone else is right now and just kind of focus on us. And, like, we can't control how everyone else does, but we can control how we do. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think that's been my kind of mindset and just knowing that we're going to have to go to pretty much every event and do our best in every event and see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with, like, a lot of sports, you know, like, say, swimming or running, or like even like the NBA or any kind of playoff system, like you kind of try to like peak at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Is there any sense of that with the way just how long? And there's no like real like championship mm-hmm. unless it's the Olympics. So like, right. Do you like? There is really no like trying to peak in mid season, is there? Or is it just um, like sustaining a decently high level? I mean, I definitely think it's beneficial to sit down at the beginning of the season and say, "Here's the tur- like." there's not many five stars. So it's like, you want to peak at all those five star events because I think it's very unrealistic to say you're going to be peaking at your highest level for six months straight, you know, like that's impossible (laughs) to do. Um, so I think it is important to pick out certain tournaments that you're like, okay, like obviously you want to go and win every tournament, but like, these are the ones where mentally, emotionally, physically, we want to be at our best so we can get a good finish. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to sustain for just mentally. Like physically is one thing, but I feel like mentally too, just to stay engaged that long is probably a pretty big task. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Being in Olympic qualification for a year and a half is mentally very draining. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I I haven't played in the FIVB outside of Olympic qualification for since 2015. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. My first tournament back was the first Olympic qualification event. Which was the, what? China? Was uh, that? China, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. technically World Tour Finals after the Olympics in 2016 I played. Okay. That. But point being, yeah, it's super draining. Because I, yeah. I remember in 2016 being like, oh, man, I'm just, like, glad this is over, like, and I can just play and not be in freaking Olympic qualification anymore. And, yeah. And then... Got one whole event. Right back <laughs> it was a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, it's super draining. I, I don't know what the right strategy is mentally. Like, it pops and Randomly, I'll be thinking about it and, like, can't get it out of my head, the whole Olympic race thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I'm like freaking year out from this thing. Like, why is this in my head rather than like <laughs> Mexico, which yeah. is like coming up and it's the only event. Like there's really nothing else in yeah. my power that I can yeah. do. All I can do is get ready for Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet for I'll sure. still like lie there and be like, freaking Olympics. I got to do this. Or like, <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, totally. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, I've already went through one quad and it's, it's no easier this time. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's no joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just jumping straight into that schedule too is a test of like, you know, you guys have to see each other like, you know, more than you saw Emily, more than you saw Bill this oh, year. Oh, for probably. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a test of friendships too. So like, yeah. when you go like yeah. picking an Olympic partner, like for this race, like what did the conversations look like when you guys were sitting down and saying, all right, like we might want to do this. Like, how do you figure out like who is a person that you want to just be on the road with and basically live out of airports with for two years? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd say for, like to start, it's what are your goals? You know, like our mindset. I mean, I knew her work ethic was already incredible. You know, anytime I was in the gym, she was there and I, like, I just knew that she was working hard. Um, but then to sit down and be like, okay, our goals all align. Um, that was huge for me. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think same thing. I think we are both, um, had international was a priority over um domestic tours and Mm -hmm. yeah our goal was to um represent the usa at the olympics and yeah so that's uh that was a big thing for us yeah yeah and uh i think we complement each other really well like we're both super independent um Mm -hmm. can do our own thing on the road and we get along great so that's been really nice yeah. I feel like a personality mesh is like one of the most underrated aspects of a partnership because yeah. people just yeah. look at like on paper, you know, you, you know, like you block well, you defend well, like you set well, you hit well, like works out perfect. But I feel like that ability to just get along and just be independent to your own thing, like still really like each other mm-hmm. in a hotel room in, you know, China or Poland or wherever it may be. It's like super right. important. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, it, luckily, it's been super easy for us so far. Yeah. I think it's just a bonus that we, yeah, we're both really easygoing, independent. Um, like, she loves to go on walks. I love to find coffee shops. So we do different <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> but I would say we typically eat every meal together. And, yeah, yeah there's just stuff can, we you do. You can walk to the restaurants together. It's yeah. perfect. It's <laughs> really cute. Yeah. Walking and coffee is pretty easy over. Yeah. In Europe. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Just go like three feet. Yeah. Three steps. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, th- that was, like, not really much of a decision for you because, like, you grew up with Trevor. <laughs> so Actually, like, it was, though. Like, I mean, I, I thought I was l- lucky in the beginning to get picked up by him. Like, it was good yeah. timing. Like, mm-hmm. he was, uh, him and Marion weren't doing so well. Um, but, I mean, I, you know, all my points were gone pretty much. And, uh, well, I had some injury points, but they were, like, super watered down so I probably had like whatever I had didn't have much points and he picked me up um so I was kind of just surprised like oh yes I have someone that's pulling me up at least you know in the beginning and then we did well and I was and I because I wasn't planning on playing with Trevor I was like this doesn't make sense we're two blockers yeah Mm -hmm. it'll be fun but like I don't think that this is necessarily sustainable um so then at the end of the year I was like rethinking it but we did so well together and I was like I had a ton of fun which is way more of a priority now now that I had to sit out and like I need to have fun Mm -hmm. out there Uh and then I realized you know we get to split block and not many teams get to do that and so it was about having fun but also like really have to know that this person can play at the level that you want to go it's one thing to set Mm -hmm. goals like you guys said but like to actually believe that you can play at that level and and like I need to see that Trevor could do it. Not that I knew he was a better player than most people thought, but like he proved it with the you know China and Vegas, and then that actually changed my mind because before I I didn't think we were gonna do it. I didn't think it made sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you guys were saying earlier, like setting goals, you have to be on board, or else it's just gonna drive you crazy, right? Mm-hmm. If your partner mm-hmm. doesn't want what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that kind of turn around for you guys, though? Or not start, not turn around. Because um, you guys set goals to be Olympic team. But, like, mm-hmm. that's one of those things that's, like, you don't know if you can do it unless you, like, get there. Mm-hmm. And then at some point this year, you guys 
started winning. You started climbing right. You were like, you're in that position. Now you guys are in that position to really do it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like your mindset has changed at all? Or like, did you really think and know that you guys were going to be where you're at now? Because you guys surpassed a lot of people's expectations this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you think you surpassed your own as much? Or, or you guys um, kind of knew where you were at? I think... Gonna be? I th- for me, I think I knew where we were at, and I knew our potential. Um, so it was kind of interesting, like, after big events, and we'd have good finishes, and people would be like, oh, my gosh, like, we're surprised. But right. for me, I was like, I'm not surprised. Like, I know that we can hang and beat these teams. Yeah. Um, and it's just about us, like doing it consistently, mm-hmm. you know, and playing at that high level that I know we're capable of. Right. Yeah, I think um, that's the biggest thing is consistency because, um, I mean, we've beaten a lot, like, all the top teams, and mm-hmm. um, I knew as a team that we could as well. Um, but to do that consistently is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some good wins, some... Not so great tournaments, so I think uh, trying to maintain that consistency, which every team is trying to do. Every team has ups and downs, and I think we had a little bit of that this year. But, um, yeah, just going to keep pushing for that consistency. Mm-hmm. What's like? What's the difference between the Kelly and Emily that got a silver in Warsaw and then won Seattle versus you know, Kelly and Emily that might maybe lose in a country quota or take a 17th or 25th or something? Like, is there something on paper? Is it just, like, miscommunications? Or kind of what do you think that you might need to shore up to maintain that consistency that we were talking about a little? I think it comes down to just focusing on us and our side um, and just having and finding our rhythm um, and not... I mean, obviously, it's awesome to have a game plan against these opponents, and everyone has film on everyone right at this mm-hmm. point, and everyone knows everyone's game. Um, so I think just more putting more emphasis on our side of the net instead of um, what the opponents are doing or um, our game plan against them is just worrying about us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because the competition is so gnarly. So, like, the difference between losing in a country quota, like, if you pull out that one match in a country quota, you could be on the podium mm-hmm. for that event, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's so fine. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, like, there's a lot of teams winning tournaments out of uh, qualifiers or mm-hmm. country yeah. quota sometimes. Yeah. 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 The Americans, like, <clears throat> done it a few times because yeah. we're so deep. Our, yeah. our best finish, we, um, we were in the country quota and won a tight three-setter in the country quota, and yeah. then we ended that's up right. winning silver. So right. went through country <laughs> quota and qualifier. <laughs> and sometimes that's, like, you get early matches in, so I feel like it's you find your rhythm pretty early yeah. while other people, like, you go through the country quota and the qualifier – and then you hit the main draw, and they're like, oh, it's their first game, and we're, like, you know, two to three matches yeah. in already. Yeah, I think so. that can be a I think that could be a big advantage, too, um, yeah. going through the qualifier, going through the country quota, and already having those matches under your belt before you even start the main draw, I think um, has helped us in some of the tournaments, yeah. I think. I don't think I really want to be there right yeah. now. Yeah, that's you don't want to be there. It's nice to be just straight but, in the main draw. Yeah. <laughs> High-risk training heading into the Yeah, event. yeah. <laughs> you guys played in Warsaw. So you were in the country quota and then qualifier. Mm-hmm. It was like 100 degrees. Like, that was That's where one. I was dying. It was and they were hot. giving that's us right. hot water. Or like, <laughs> did you guys get any cold water that tournament? Gosh. As the rounds went on, yeah. maybe? I can't. I don't even remember. Oh, from that like little, little bar at the, in the in the middle. They oh, had a little that's bar right. at the right, middle. But like they weren't serving water. hot, uh, uh, cold water uh, on the bench, right? It was those yeah. Red Bull coolers. Yeah, with, with like nothing, nothing in it. That's right. It was yeah, like yeah. a little right. bit of AC, Just... but like the lid's plastic and open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like AC cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb. Perfect. <laughs> I was dying. That was a hot tournament. I forgot about that. all the way through. Yeah. That's insane. And there was... Did you guys notice that the, the water was a little bit bubbly? It was like sparkling water, but like but, a little bit. Yeah. Like yes. Yes. They had yes. that at the hotel, too. Yeah. It was like, this doesn't taste right. <laughs> yes. It's warm. God damn. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, good job uh, dealing with all of that out of the country quota because that was gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when is like the conversation for next season? Because we mentioned that like training – 
like we don't even know where to begin now because like Mexico is so late and then we at least get there's a, a little bit of gap for you guys now that mm-hmm. the Hague and, and Fort Lauderdale is not happening so no even like teaser in February this yeah time. Um, but that's like, nice. when, do, when does the conversations for next year begin and just like what you're looking to do and I would say pretty soon after Mexico okay and just kind of get through Mexico um and then probably sit down with okay. the team and kind of plan out what the year looks like, what our goals are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what the wedding looks like, which That's is great. Right. I'm sure that That's right. The best thing you've had to plan all season. <laughs> yeah. True, true. Yeah. A lot of planning going on for you. Yeah. So that's been interesting. It's been fun. Um, but it's kind of a short engagement just because we wanted to get it um, to have our wedding before the season started and we were debating whether to have it before or after season, but then I was like, I don't want to be trying to plan when I'm at, when we're out of the country and mm-hmm. do all that. So it might be nice to have it before. Um, so then once the schedule came out, um, we kind of looked at the dates and figured that the beginning of March is going to be the best time for us. So you got to put Bill to work. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm trying. Get those flowers, buddy. Right. <laughs> those flowers are rain. Pick the colors. Yeah, colors and everything. Don't get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess this up. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Congrats. I'm sure Thank that was you. a super fun surprise in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was. I would have never guessed that he would propose right before a match or during a tournament. That kind of blew my mind. He's a very focused. <laughs> I was like, going to say, I was like, that's like the most anti-Bill thing. For sure. <laughs> super I think, surprised. I think that's why it surprised me the most. I'm like, are you doing this right now? You're playing, like, in 20 minutes. But oh, it, was, it was right before his match? Yeah, it was yeah. right, right before win? his match. No, on stadium. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. Um, right at that moment, you're like, damn it, now you're bringing this money in for me. I know, right? <laughs> Let's go, come on. Yeah. Gold series. Everything just switched. You got pay for this wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he did it right before his... Um, match in Chicago against the McKibbins on stadium and he actually Mark called me out to center court I was just sitting or I was just standing like right kind of I think I was yeah right behind the like banners on center court and Mark was like Kelly are you here they need you to warm warm them up and I was like okay I thought maybe Evie their coach was in the bathroom or something so I go back (laughs) to like serve him and he's like no come over here I'm like, why? <laughs> He's like, let's, let's just pepper. I'm like, oh my gosh, let's something's pepper. up. You never, you would never have me pepper with you ten minutes before your match. And then I knew what he was doing. And then he ended up proposing, but it was very exciting because we had both our families there. His whole family is from uh, Milwaukee or nearby Milwaukee, and so they were all there. I had a bunch of family there, um, so that was really special. But. Definitely surprising, and yeah. uh, it's on Amazon Prime. So. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Can always go back and watch it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, congrats yeah. again. I'm Thank sure that, that was a, a super fun way to kind of not conclude the AVP season because you still have Hawaii, but it's You're just right. kind of like an end to it. I'm sure that was like a super fun highlight to have. Yes, it was for yeah. sure. You know, if yeah. the wedding's going to be uh, in the Midwest or no, it's going to be out here. Nice. Yep. Yeah. The girl always gets it. <laughs> Mine was here, too. Was it? I wanted it to be Hawaii, but... Yeah. No, it's good. Cali, Cali's not a bad spot. Yeah. yeah. March might be a little cold in Wisconsin, so... Ah, uh, yeah. Here might be a little sure. nicer weather. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Would it be closer to San Diego? Because you, you grew up in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're going to have it at, out here. Okay. In, like, Redondo Beach area. Awesome. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fun stuff. I know. Very fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Got a lot of fun things ahead. You guys got one more international swing before the season's at, and then you get to rest. Like, do you guys even know how to rest anymore? Two more Two more. Well, I guess, yeah, I was kind of combining. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But two more long flights. Yeah. And then it's time to rest if you guys even remember how to do so. (laughs) No. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough coming back home and getting on your sleeping schedule after being on the road and mm-hmm. adjusting the time changes. So 
Finding that sleep pattern has been a little difficult for both of us, yeah. but for sure. <laughs> I think I'm really excited to just start wearing different clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like come home, dump it in the washer, yeah. and then repack it. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm pretty excited to just, yeah. yeah. One of the weirdest parts, though, about being gone, like, for four or five months was before we, like, left, it was... It wasn't even, summer hadn't even started. Oh, yeah. And we get back, and kids are back in school. I'm like, what? Where did summer <laughs> what, go, what guys? Yeah. We completely missed summer. We completely missed it. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. weird. It was like so weird. Like, you just, like, time traveled. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Brief, like, just goes in fast motion, <laughs> and then you come back. Yeah, straight travel. from yeah. spring yeah. to fall. It, it was, was weird. so crazy. That happens easy in California, too, or just, like, in the sport in general. Because, like, California, like, it doesn't really change weather all that much or all yeah, that drastically. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you probably recognize it as much as I do just because I grew up on the East Coast and, like, there are four very defined seasons. But yes. in California, I'm like, how is it almost November? Like, <laughs> I, can, I can, I'm can. i from California. I'm from San Diego. So I can actually always tell, um, even though it's the same temperature, everyone's like, it's the same thing every day. But I can definitely tell when it's fall. The yeah. shadows are a little different. The wow. sun's a little, I can tell. <laughs> I've been around <laughs> it long amazing. enough where I can tell when it's fall. When the fall sun is different than the summer sun, it's a thing. Sunsets are a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely, like, in Maryland, it was like, oh, well, the, the leaves are now, like, 30 different colors. Like, we've changed oh, seasons. from Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's what my mom always asks. She's like, don't you miss the seasons? Yeah. Like, I can just fly home, just, like, get a two-week taste of it and yeah. then come on back. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like having the sun every day. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the season so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how long have you lived out here? Uh, since 2014. Okay. Yeah. How tough was it to make that move? Because you're from, grew up in Colorado, Colorado. but then you college at Wichita State? Yep. Okay. And then four years of indoor in Europe. Okay. So I haven't lived in Colorado since 2006. Okay. But, like, all the places I played overseas were, it was winter, it was cold, it was snowing. Um... The transition here has been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely more of a mountain person than a beach person. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. It's not, I definitely won't end up here yeah. long term. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people say that, but we always end up here longer than we anticipate. <laughs> like, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was going to Cali for college. Yeah. And I'm still here. So you got to find the right, the guy, the right guy, I guess. I also don't see that <laughs> happening out here, so. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Cali yeah. guys. Yeah. What is uh what does off season look like if you guys are keeping volleyball away? Like what what's what's happening for fun? Um I would say I'm very active, so I like doing anything active, hikes. I still love going to the beach even though we're at the beach every day. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with the ocean and the beach and you found the right thing to do for Oh them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll probably still be going to the beach like every day. Um a little bit of tennis. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe some pickleball. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll, prob- I'll definitely go to the mountains. Yeah. See? Probably snowboard. snowboard. Ah. We'll see. Sounds Did you see uh, Laura Dykstra's trip? She hiked yes. from Mammoth to Yosemite. Amazing. Which is like the coolest thing ever. I talked yes. to her on the phone today. She's like, yeah, me and my dad just kind of do something like yeah, that Yeah, she hikes. A- she does so some cool. cool hikes with her dad. Yeah. They've hiked some crazy crazy trails and yeah yeah it's like that's awesome. she just calls off season is trekking season for i love that <laughs> that's really cool yeah that is cool so if you ever need something someone to go to the mountains with you perfect that's your partner right yeah. yeah i love it <laughs> yeah yes well, we've held you guys for a while um and i'll be seeing you guys in china here soon enough yes um so safe travels yeah Me too. Um, we do have one question that we ask every guest on the show um if you had to give one piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player what would that piece of advice be? We're talking like young players, like could up be and coming, young, could or? be um, you know a new freshman at Pepperdine, beach, um, mm-hmm. or someone who's new to the beach, or you know whatever it may be. Hmm. <laughs> um, I would say en- enjoy <laughs> yeah. it, and um, sometimes you can get wrapped up in just. Uh, like the wins and the losses and the training and the routine and everything. Um, but I think it's important to have kind of perspective and enjoy it and realize like we mm-hmm. get to play at the beach every day, which is so awesome. And, um, just, yeah, enjoy 
training, enjoy the journey, and um, kind of put some perspective on the training and the routine and the grind and everything. So I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I would say definitely to make sure you're having fun because as soon as it's not fun, um, it just kind of. I feel like it just overflows into other parts of your life. Um, And if you get to a point where you feel stagnant and you're not really enjoying it, to just step away for a little bit, you know? Just for me, it's like going to to a cabin in the mountains and just being alone for a weekend and then coming back just feeling refreshed. And so just, yeah, make sure that you're having fun. And when you're not, find a way to bring the fun back into it and the joy. Yeah. Get me excited for like mountain season. I'm going to <laughs> right? I'm going to Yosemite at the end of November. Oh, like, cool. yeah, I can't wait. Are you <laughs> yes. hiking Half Dome? Uh, we were talking about doing Half Dome. Um, we we're probably just going to end up. You need like a permit to do it, right? Yeah, you have to be yeah. in like the lottery. Yeah, so I don't know. We might look into it. I don't know if it's too late, but that's on the list. Okay. That and like hiking up the back of El Cap. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the lot. front. The oh, <laughs> yeah. have you seen Free With Solo? No so yeah. Oh no my gosh. Holy cow. I saw, it in, I saw it enough time to think I got the hand moved down for that one move. <laughs> <laughs> Just like oh holding on by your nails. Yeah. Yeah, that was a I watched that on a plane ride and was just like so in awe. Like sweating. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you like yeah. that one, you'd probably like uh, Dawn Wall. So it's like same thing. It's a guy doing um, El Cap. He's not free soloing it, uh-huh. but so he's climbing up a part of it that had never been climbed it's just like completely flat oh. pretty much and it takes him like five years to do it pretty much really like, yeah. dawn wall mm-hmm. wow yeah like, also he kept up. going back and forth so he would he go was on the wall for five years <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> stuck. Do crazy stuff. camping out right? <laughs> it ended up being like, i think it took him like three two or three weeks like to finally get up like on his like recorded climb right. or whatever it may be but he was going back and forth on the wall like trying to figure out like how someone could possibly get up this face like he was yeah. just obsessed over it wow. it became That's like a crazy. national like phenomenon because like Obama was president and he was like weighing in on it and, right like, people were like live, like TVs were like live broadcasting it <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, wow. but, so Dang. if you enjoyed Free yeah. Solo you'd like that one a yeah, lot for sure yeah you guys got me wanting to go to the mountains right now. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I'm going tonight. Tonight? Yeah. I'm Where going to Big Bear. Oh, nice. Two oh, nights. Is there, is there snow up there yet? I don't or? think so. Okay. Just going to go Just hang out in a cabin, cabin and Love take that. the paddleboard out on the lake. You uh, mm-hmm. rent a cabin? How's, what's the go-to? I need to start doing this. Airbnb. Airbnb it? Yeah. How do you get the paddleboard? You're, you have one? I have one. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Gabby. Ready. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That baby up. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good luck in China and Mexico. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Thank you.